Today's program was made possible by the generous prayer and support of the faithful friends and partners of this ministry. Visit our new website at Sheila.media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zelensky Show for this Wednesday, September 26, 2018 edition. As you know, right now, while I'm taking care of my father, I'm only doing one show a week right now, so be sure to be tuned into those. Make sure you are following my YouTube channel, my Facebook, my Twitter for all the social media updates. And I want to make an announcement here. As you can tell, I'm a little run down. I'm a little under the weather right now, but I'm going to try to plow through this show because I don't have to do much talking because it's a, oh, wow, you're going to be so blessed by this program today. This is unbelievable information, and it's going to be very, very powerful. I do want to mention to those of you that live anywhere near Lloyd Minister, Saskatchewan, Canada, September 28th through the 30th, I'm going to be at the Axe Church at 4729 50th Street, Lloyd Minster, Saskatchewan. There's free admission. If you have any questions, the website is www.hopeformore.ca. That's hope, the number four, more.ca. And you can find out more about the itinerary. That's the Hope for More 2018 conference. If you live in Calgary, Red Deer, Edmonton, get out to that. It's going to be powerful Holy Ghost meetings. So make sure you get yourself out to that. Or if you know anyone in the area, make sure you pass along that information. And the poster is also posted there at Weekend Vigilante Facebook page. So make sure you are following me on social media. And lastly, the only place that I get my supplements personally is from Dr. Ted Brower, a world-renowned naturopath, Dr. Ted Brower at healthmasters.com. Listen, order your supplements through Ted. It's the best quality of anything. You can't even find it as good in a health food store. Go over there to healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. Get high quality nutritional supplements and products to really enhance a healthy lifestyle. He's even got a protocol that I ordered my father right now, who the doctors have said he has an inoperable brain tumor. My sister and I are taking care of him, as a lot of you know. And so we're believing for healing for that. And where did I order products for my dad? Only from Ted, because I trust Ted's products exclusively. So when you go over there to Health Masters, use the coupon code SHEILA5 at checkout. And you're going to save yourself some money. You already have to order supplements anyway, so this is just a great way to support the program as well. And I thank you for that. Well, without further ado, I want to introduce my two guests. It is, this is going to be such an amazing program. It is Dr. Pat Holliday. She is on with Dr. Sabrina Sessions. Dr. Sabrina and I were in New York ministering. Very powerful woman of God, let me tell you. And I'm really happy to have them both on the program. <laughs> this program is mind-boggling. This is really key information, and it's very powerful stuff. And so without further ado, well, Dr. Sabrina, I'm going to invite you on first, and I'm going to get you to introduce Dr. Pat Holliday, and then I'm just going to hand you guys the mic, and you get into this incredible teaching. I've entitled this teaching today, Wizards, Warlocks, Marine Spirits, and the Kingdom Under the Sea. Take it away, Sabrina. All right. Good evening. 
and God bless you. The information to reach Dr. Pat Holliday's ministry, the ministry on the internet, is miracleinternetchurch.com. We're on the internet every Wednesday and every Friday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. We also have a church here locally in Jacksonville, Florida on Sunday. We meet at the Four Points by Sheraton Hotel at 8520 Bay Meadows Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32256. The number for reservations is area code 904-562-4920. Dr. Pat Holliday has at least 130 Kindle ebooks at Amazon.com, and we encourage everyone to peruse those pages and determine what the Lord wants them to receive. There's a lot of information there on deliverance that you will not find in your normal denominational settings. So we encourage everyone to open their hearts to the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them. And we thank you for this opportunity and the blessing of sharing this time with you, Sister Sheila. And here's Dr. Pat. Well, thank you, Dr. Sabrina, and thank you, Sheila. You know, we've been in the deliverance ministry, I have, since 1974. And whenever I came along, there were only a couple of deliverance ministries around. Derek Prince and Pigs in the Parlor and Demon Busters, I think, was around. Just a few people. Hammond's ministry. The churches immediately shut their doors to the deliverance ministry. They were not interested at all. They were interested in the miracle ministry. And sometimes we would get in as miracle ministers, but then when they started reading our books and things, they would shut the doors and we couldn't get back in. So God sent Dr. Sabrina and I, started sending us to Africa in the year 2000. And by then, I had been in the deliverance ministry at least 25 years or more. And when we went into Africa, we discovered things that I personally had never heard before. And there was a man there that was a witch doctor, and he asked me if I would write a book for him. So I said, yes, I'll write a book for you. And if I had not been in the deliverance ministry, I could not have written that book. There was knowledge given in his testimony, a few things that I'd never heard of at that time, but God opened the door that we started going over there regularly, and he made some trips over here. So the book went through several resets, you know, And when he would come over, there were things that I had to ask him that I did not understand supernaturally. So we blew up five computers trying to get the book through the computers. And she was praying and I was writing. Well, we finally got it out. But what happened was the book has opened up the American eyes in this country so that people could understand supernatural things a little bit better than they could. And it pointed in the direction, hey, this stuff is real. And so the water spirit kingdom is what God sent us over there to know about in addition to to writing that book. Because you see, in Africa, they are generation to generation witches and wizards. And the father leaves the power to the son, and that 
father leaves his power to the oldest son. So they know what they're doing pretty well. And so when he started talking about the city under the sea, I had never, ever heard anything like that. So he was uh, under the sea 12 years as a as a wizard the stories that he told us we know that they're real because we've seen the powers operate now for instance under the sea he said he saw computers before they ever appeared up on the land and he said the computers they would give the wizards computers and they would assign christians to the wizards and the wizards could sit in their home and they could see through the computer their subject. They were supposed to get that person's soul. And so they would watch that person very carefully. So anyway, the devil told them just to choose real Christians because of the fact that the Christians were real and that he already had the hypocrites. And so that's what that's what they did. When the Christian would get cold in the spirit, then they would come to the church and attack the Christian, tempt them and lead them into sin and get their souls. So whenever he told us that, you know that other program that I did with you, Sheila, was on electronic witchcraft. And some of uh, the things that I learned, I learned from what was going on over in Africa with those computers. Witchcraft is real, but here's the problem. In our nation, most people don't believe that witchcraft is real. The churches definitely do not believe that witchcraft is real. And many of the people look at witchcraft as a plaything, like going to Disney World. They don't fear any kind of uh, alarm concerning witchcraft. In fact, many Americans have witches as friends, and they're Christians, and they don't realize that those witches work powers on them. So it's been, for me anyway, it's been a road of not only casting out devils, but trying to teach the body of Christ the reality of witchcraft, the power of it, because uh, the power can kill you. So we teach them spiritual warfare, how to resist, how to cover themselves with the blood of Jesus, how to overcome the powers of darkness, because they just walk into places that they shouldn't be. They go to movies and things. They watch things that they should not even let come into their minds. And then when they get all bound up, there's no place for them to go to receive power. So that's sort of a little nutshell of of what we've been doing as far as educating the powers of witchcraft and how to defend yourself. And you must defend yourself. If a power is released on you, it will stay on you until a superior power comes upon you to break it. And that's where the church 
should come in. That's where deliverance ministries operate. When somebody has a witchcraft power, we come and we disconnect that person from the wizard and we break the powers over that person's life and we call the spirits out of that person. So I had been in the deliverance ministry at least, well, 74 to 2000 is when we went over there. And the Uh, sea spirits. We saw things over there that we had never seen before in any place that we had ever been in Africa. And uh, we saw people manifest, and they would manifest like fish in the sea. They would fall down, and they would swim on the floor. Like you are in, you cast out devils too, and you've probably seen snakes crawling on the floor, a person crawling on the floor like a snake. Well, we saw them transform or manifest into creatures from under the sea. Uh, Some woman would be standing up like a stork with one leg behind her, things like that. We watched for a while because we had never seen what we were looking at. So Bishop started telling us about the kingdom of the sea. He told us that there were crystal cities, interconnecting highways and thrones and dominions under the sea, and they were filled with supernatural uh, beings and human beings. And he said that these are agents of Satan. He said that they are rulers of power of the marine spirits. We had heard testimonies come into the church. One time, these two kids came into the church. It was a girl and a boy. The girl was about, I would say, 10, 12 years old, and the boy was about eight. The bishop went out and was questioning them, and his associate pastor told me, he said, those look like children. He said, but they are actually wizards and witches, and they have a lot of power. And when he told me that, I took the camera crew, and we have pictures of them with the little boy Well, the little girl said that she was queen of the coven of her witches, and the little boy was king of the coven of his wizards, and they lived in different parts of town, but they knew each other from under the sea, and they were fully practicing witchcraft and were able to express it very, very clearly. And so the reality of this stuff, when you go over to Africa and you minister, you will find out the reality because anytime you're ministering, there could be 25, 30 witches sitting in the uh, church. Now, when the anointing and the power of God would come, the witches and the uh, wizards, they would manifest And when they started manifesting, the elders would grab them and drag them down to the front of the church as they were manifesting. The bishop and his crew cast the devils out, and we watched in the beginning because there were things that we'd never seen before. But eventually, we started casting the devil out. I remember one time, Dr. Sabrina and I were up on the platform. Dr. Sabrina would pray as I ministered. And uh, so I was in the spirit. I sort of just 
walked off the platform and I fell down. <laughs> it was like falling like a feather on the floor. And the platform was at least, you would say, about four feet up. And she came falling down on me, on top of me. And she got up and I got up and we just started ministering again. Well, there was a man over there from New York City, and he was a teacher, and he was a drug addict. Pastor's wife had invited him over there to get delivered. So the bishop said to me, he said, now, Dr. Holiday, he said, now, this man, you see him over there? He said, you stay away from him because when the anointing comes, 10 men have to hold him down. And so right after we fell, he started manifesting. So I just ran over to him. I grabbed him by the belly. There were 10 men holding him. And I grabbed him by the belly and the power of God came on him. And he was slain in the power. I cast those devils out of him and put my foot on his belly. Well, later on, the bishop came in my room, and he said, Dr. Holliday, he says, I have never seen a white lady cast out a devil like that in my life. And he was just absolutely amazed. And we could tell you a lot of stories. The powers of darkness are very powerful over in Africa, and we were from America but they were not more powerful than the power that God had laid upon our lives. And anything and everything that we met over there, God performed absolutely miraculously. One of the things that I can tell you is that we have seen legions of devils cast out instantly in Africa. Whereas when we would come to America, sometimes you have to pick them out like fleas off of a dog's back. And I asked God about it. I said, why can't we do this in America? That's Jesus cast out legions. We can cast them out over here like that. But why can't we do that in America? And God explained to me it was because of sin. He said that in America, people don't have a fear of sin. And whenever they go through deliverance, the next day or so, they're tempted and they fall back in sin. And if they go back in sin, of course, we know that an unclean spirit, when it comes out, it goes to the dry places and it finds no peace. And it says, I'm going to come back. And it looks to see if that person is free. No vacancy sign is the way the King James Version says it. If he has a no vacancy sign, he cannot come in. But if it says vacancy, then that spirit comes back in with seven worse spirits. So a lot of deliverance ministries, they spend a lot of times casting out spirits, but the people keep getting repossessed because they keep returning to the gardens of sin. So in Africa, what Bishop told us was this, whenever they come to the church, and I'm going to get to the water spirits, but whenever they come to the church, they break the family curses generationally back to 10 generations, and they teach them, they uh, warn them that if they go back, 
they'll be seven times worse. He says that they will minister to those people three times. And each time they go back and they minister to them, they warn them that the third time they're not going to minister to them again. And so because of the seven times worse. And so their churches pack out because the person knows that they cannot freely sin like they do over here in America. You see, our churches in America have not taught its people the power of sin. And so they're not afraid of sin. We've ministered to people in America that were in pornography, for instance, cast devils out of them, and they go back. And when they go back, they are seven times worse. And you see, unless the deliverance ministry grows up a little bit more than what it is, it becomes like a wheel of fortune. (laughs) One will make it, but the other ten don't. And the deliverance ministries, most of them, really don't have the time to teach the foundational scriptures. So that's why we uh, organized Blog Talk Radio, was that we have a trove of teachings for people to go up and listen to learn how to stay free and the foundations of the Christian faith and things like that. And it's helped somewhat for the ones that come up on a regular basis. We're now seeing people get free and they're learning faster by having the deliverance tapes and the foundational tapes like how to receive the baptism, how to become born again, things like that. So Americans, my warning to you is this, deliverance is one of the most powerful ministries in the body of Christ. It's a ministry that you can absolutely turn a life upside down, just as Jesus did with Mary Magdalene and with the other demoniacs that he ministered to. It happens the same way that it did in the Bible, but you remember In the Bible, whenever Jesus would cast those devils out, he would say to them, Now you go and sin no more. And we see Mary Magdalene following him right to the bitter end. And even after his death, she continued to follow him. And she was a woman that was given the great responsibility of preaching to the world the most important message that the world has ever received. And what it was, it was Jesus has risen. And he told her, he said, go tell my disciples and Peter that I have risen. And she did. So she preached to men, ladies. If any man says that women can't preach to men, Jesus Christ gave Mary Magdalene the commission to go tell his disciples, and Peter too, that he had risen. That's just a little side avenue, okay? (laughs) So um, the kingdom of the sea, in writing that book, we discovered things that were just absolutely unbelievable. Bishop Kenko describes the city that he went into, and whenever he described that he and his father were sitting on a rock 
and their spirit came out of their body, and his daddy went to the sea, and he tapped the sea with his foot, and he said the sea parted, and he said he and his father started walking down the dry land down into the sea. Well, it took two or three times for me to interview him at different points later because soul traveling and the things that we know right now as deliverance ministers, nobody knew those things in America back in those days. Witchcraft was not talked about. The preachers did not want to hear anything about it. Uh, We tried to educate them about Harry Potter books, and they started teaching Harry Potter books in their Sunday school classes. And so the things that we know are things that God had to teach us on the job experiences. I remember I wrote the first edition of that book, and when he came over, I could not understand how he came out of the body and walked down into the sea. And so I asked him, I said, explain that to me again. And he explained that they came out of their, their soul comes out of their body. He said, and a spirit comes into their body to keep their body alive while they're out of their body. And it's just things like that that are sprinkled all through that book that you will learn as we learned. And it was information that the devil did not want the world to have. You know, when we come against our churches over here, I want to put a little plug in. I think we can blame the pastors. They just didn't know because the churches in America, they never taught about anything about the devil. They said, we don't want to talk about the devil because uh, we don't want to lift him up, things like that. But what it was, Sheila, it was spiritual ignorance and entire denominations had stopped the deliverance ministry. When the healing ministry came forth in the 50s, there were ministries within the healing ministries that were casting out devils. And the Assembly of God churches put Derek Prince out of the assemblies, put Lester Summerall out of the assemblies. I was never in the assemblies, but I used to minister in the assemblies until it got around that I cast out devils, and then those doors closed to me too. But when those churches began, they cast out devils, and I'm talking about with the healing ministry. But the devil shut that thing down until none of the Pentecostal churches were standing with the deliverance ministries. There were men here and men over there that God was able to break through and teach things that were not allowed in the church system. So the answer to it all is prayer. We are praying and binding the spiritual blindness over the leaderships of the churches, and we believe that God is going to turn the churches around for a final revival. So the kingdom under the sea is real, and I just felt a need to go into the fact that these 
things that you read about. They're not things that just drop out of the sky into somebody's lap. I had to pay a big price just to get that book out of the computer. We were learning how to defend ourselves in spiritual warfare. We lost about five computers just blowing up. By the way, uh, Sheila Zelensky, that just happened to her, I understand. When they went to New York, she came back, her computer blew up. And so if any of you want to help her with her equipment, I'm sure she would be happy because I know how it is to struggle. And I can actually tell you that women have a harder time getting people to give into their ministries than men do. So why don't you just think about just sending her a little donation to help her with her computer? She's working tonight on a lone computer. Now, she might get upset with me saying that, but I just felt like I needed to tell you the truth. Let's help Sheila and let's help her get her equipment because you have to have equipment to get these shows out. So there really is a kingdom under the sea. As we started going over to Africa and ministering to these people, what we found is women would come through the prayer line, men would come through the prayer line, and they would talk to us about having a spiritual wife or a spiritual husband. Well, we'd never heard of anything like that before over here. Actually, what happens in Africa, a demon comes and the person agrees to marry the demon. Now, when a person's married to a demon, they treat that spiritual husband just like he's a husband in the world. They have sex with that husband or wife, and it was the most amazing thing that we'd ever seen. But at the same time, we saw the ministers over there, they would take authority over those spiritual husbands or wives, and they would just cast them out. They would come out like regular deliverance that we would have over here in America. So when we got back, we began to apply to our ministry. And part of those things were dreams and how demons come to you at nighttime and have sex with you while you're asleep and how wizards and witches would connect to you by soul traveling and they would come and appear to you in in your room and some of those people would have uh, sex with you uh, when you were wide awake and we began to see things and deal with things that I didn't hear other ministers talk about. About uh, three or four years ago, the Lord told me to stop traveling and just start writing. So that's where all the books came from. I taught in the seminary for eight years. A lot of them came from our deliverance ministry where we were learning new things by going into foreign countries. And so these things are real. Now, one of the things that we discovered also is that whenever somebody would get connected with the uh, witch doctors, what they would do is they would put a spell on the person that they would become impotent. They could not have babies. They would become barren and things like that. So all of these things are things that deliverance ministries 
need to know more about so that they can handle them because these things are not just happening over in Africa. We have discovered that they happen over here in America too. They will actually pretend to be Christians. Christians will go to them, and in Africa, it's shameful if a woman doesn't have a baby. So they will go to the wizards, and they will ask them to do a ritual over them so that they can have babies. The wizard will tell them to bring certain things to do the ritual like bring a bowl of rice or bring some beans or they would even take some of their blood, things like this, and they would do a ritual so that they could have a baby. Then they would supernaturally impregnate the woman and whenever the baby would be born, it would not be a human baby. Things happen over there that we haven't really seen over here Uh, But you see, whenever you go to Satan for power, he's going to use his power, and you're going to get what you're not expecting, and witches, and wizards, and fortune tellers, and card readers, and all of these kind of people in America, psychics that American people go to to get their information, I can guarantee you that a curse or curses will come down on your family, on your children and on their generations until those powers are broken off of them. And there's very, very few deliverance ministries that I know anything about in America today. The churches totally locked the door on it. They didn't want to get involved in it. They said Christians cannot have demons. And then the next thing you know, the churches began to fill up with the pastors filled with demons, leaving their wives for their songstress, or a man, or same-sex marriages, or even molesting little children. We've seen all of these things happening. The curses are prevailing in the churches today. And the reason that they're prevailing is because of spiritual blindness. Pastors think that they can become pastors and that they can make a lot of money and they're not interested in studying the Word of God. They're not interested in the things that God has called them to do. And what I'm saying to you is that many curses are prevailing over your families because you've been in one of these churches. We call them Playtime Christianity. Christianity is as dangerous as witchcraft if you play around with it. You cannot play around with holy things. You cannot come to church tonight and go out later and have sex with some women. You cannot do that because you have doorways to your spirit. And when you rebel against what the Word of God tells us to do, demons are free to come through those doorways. Now, see, supernatural things are dangerous. If you play around with Christianity, you're going to get burned. Now, real supernatural Christianity, God can do anything and above everything that you can even think of. What we say is, if you're a deliverance minister, 
You need to be under mature deliverance minister. If you're just learning these things, don't go out there and be a long ranger. If you're a deliverance minister, you need to be in the Word of God because the Word of God tells you everything that you need to do in the deliverance ministry. What that tells me is that we are supposed to be connected to people to watch over our ministries. We cannot do this level of work as a long ranger. And so my advice is God wants deliverance ministries to develop, and God wants you to be able to do it. But don't just read a book or a a deliverance manual and go out there and jump into the water. Sometimes you need lifeguards around when you're learning how to swim, and sometimes You need teachers to teach you how to swim. God is calling the church to deliverance. And what we're saying to you is there are deep things that the body of Christ, in America particularly, has never learned because the doors have been shut in the churches to deliverance ministers. So, My advice to you is, order this teaching from Sheila's ministry. Send her a donation, because she really does need some new equipment. And I've got this whole subject outlined that you can get, and you can learn, and you'll have it in your spirit, and you can learn it quicker than I can really teach it to you. Because, unfortunately... I'm teaching, and there's so much over the years that I go down these little side avenues, and I don't want to, but I do. But I promised you anyway that I was going to teach you a little bit about the Marine Kingdom. The Marine Kingdom is made up of powers and principalities, ruler spirits, all kinds of devils. And those devils are sent by the wizards to you. And the wizard will sometimes come to you too. So they intermixed with each other. And I believe that the same thing happens over in America. We just don't call them natives. Okay, now let me give you one of the uh, powers. She's called the Queen of Heaven. These are demons that live in the water, and they're called marine spirits. And whenever a woman has a spiritual husband, they call them marine spirits. It's one of the most powerful group of spirits on the earth. You've got spirits up in the heavens, you've got spirits on the earth, and then you've got underground spirits. Well, the marine spirit is the most powerful spirit on earth, and the earth is ruled by water spirits and sons of Baal. These spirits are in every bit of water, like the lakes, rivers, the oceans, and they rule from under the water. They rule what goes on up on the land. So what I just said to you is every county, every state, every region, every area, every city, village in the world have marine principalities, marine rulers, evil spirits 
leading such high place as being assisted by marine lower spirits. So they have a kingdom, and their kingdom have powerful leaders, and then they have an army of devils that these powerful leaders rule over, okay? Now, let me explain the way it works from the African viewpoint, and you'll understand. The African Ocean over in Ghana, and this, you can say, happens on every city where the ocean is. It's not just in Ghana. They have what they call the Queen of the Coast, and the Queen of the Coast rules over that area, and the Queen of the Coast rules over all of the wizards in that area, and the rulership and the spirits all come from under the sea. Now, in witchcraft, uh, women are stronger spiritually and supernaturally than men. So the women rule over the male wizards. They're very, very evil spirits. You've got principalities. You've got rulers over lakes. So the Queen of England is the strongest queen of the coast in the world. And the people from Africa, the queen of the sea and the wizards and all of those people, they have to go and get initiated in India to assume their post in Africa. So Indian spirits are the strongest spirits in the world. And then you have the queen of the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. You have rulers over rivers. You have disobedient pride, doubt, deception, rebellion, idolatry, false religions. Now, this would be ruled over by the marine spirits. Now, you recognize these names that I threw out as things that people do. And these things that people do are things that we call sin, like disobedient, pride, deception, things like this. Well, you see, whenever a person falls under the powers of these spirits, these spirits come inside of them, and then they drive them to do these various sinful things. Now, what deliverance ministry would do is a deliverance ministry would bind up the principalities. They would bind up the ruler spirits over the lakes. They would bind up the queen of the coast and all of the marine spirits that are operating. They would take authority over these spirits, just exactly like we do in America when we're casting out devils. You call the spirits out by the name of what the sin is that the person is doing. That's what it is. Then you have the Queen of India. Now, her power extends over all of the marine spirits in the world, okay? And then you have her. She's over the powers of the Antichrist. 
She would be over into introducing new religious systems, uh, many of them right into the body of Christ. And there'd be things like Jehovah Witness, Mormonism, and uh, their Antichrist spirits. Now, a lot of times when you get caught up in an Antichrist spirit, the spirit is religious, and sometimes they use the name of Jesus, but the religious system is not the same religious system that's shown in the Word of God. They'll use the name of Jesus, but they use another Jesus, the doctrines of devils. So this is why you have to pray about who you go to and what you receive. Amen? And so then the marine spirits, they're connected into the seducing spirits, sexual immorality, infertility, ungodly spirits, and they hate marriage. So anytime that you come in to um, the presence of people that operate under the powers of the marine spirits, they will insert a spiritual wife or spiritual husband into the person, and that spirit keeps that person from getting married. It will hinder. If somebody gets interested in them, it will break that relationship up, or it will keep men uh, from coming to that person. Uh, the person could have been very popular before they became a Christian, and now all of a sudden they get shunned. That person could have a marine spirit that's blocking them from being able to get married. Now then, the last ruler spirit is over the rivers, the lakes, any kind of a body of water, oceans, they live in the water, and they rule over the place next to the water. And I'm going to tell you how they rule over Jacksonville in a minute. And so this last one rules over the water, and it's a spirit of death, fear, stress, anxiety, poverty, insanity, sorrow, and infirmities. In other words, spirits can cause you to die, and they can cause you to have infirmities. They can cause you organs in your body to fail and uh, sickness and all kinds of things. So this is why you need, and this is why the church needs, deliverance ministries. That's how Jesus healed many people in the Bible. There were things in the Bible that were illnesses that only Jesus and the disciples could cast the demons out and then the person would become healed. Now, this is also why many of your healing ministries that don't move in deliverance ministries have a lower healing rate than people that have a healing ministry and a deliverance ministry combined, which is what we have, because demons cause sickness, right? What I'm saying to you is demons have massive influence over the world. They have massive influence over your city, over your church, over your family, over your home. And each of these places is territorial spirits. What we do is we take authority over the territorial spirits 
to take back the territory. Now, let's start at your family's level. Your family is a territory that's owned by God if you're a Christian. But if demons are attacking your territory, they would be attacking you, they would be attacking your family, your son, your grandma, every living person. So we would pray and bind the spirits over that territory of your children, your wife, your mom, your aunt, your uncle, and you sort of get the picture. And then we would ask the Lord to send warring angels to fight for the soul of that person. Then we would pray for the Holy Ghost to go and convict that person of sin. And we would also pray for the Holy Spirit to bring helpers, workers in the field to that soul that we're praying to become converted. Because you see, the thing that keeps them from being converted are devils. And it doesn't matter whether the devils are inside these people or outside these people. They have free reign as long as no one does the spiritual warfare over that family for their conversions. The same thing goes for your church, for your pastor, goes for your friends. You pray spiritual warfare, you bind the devils, you're taking the powers away from the devils to do what they usually do, and you're caging them. You command them to go into the cage, and you have arrested those devils. And then when you pray and you ask the Lord for that soul, then their minds can receive the word of God clearer because the devil is bound and it's not influencing everything in that person's life. So marine spirits are real. It's not whether you will just go and get a devil cast out. It's that you learn what we're doing. That's the most important thing, that you become students of the word so that you can be free, so that you can overcome. And when you're free so that you can overcome, that's when you can help your family. That's when somebody in your family is facing death. You at least have a fighting chance to save that person's life. I've seen several people rise up from brain tumors, many other things too. We have seen over many years, many people raised from the dead in our ministries, locally, internationally, even on the radio. So God is omniscient. He's omnipresent. God is everywhere. And as I'm here talking to you today, he's right there with you. He's right there with Sheila. And you see, God has called us for such a time as this because The waters dry in the churches at this time. And so God is setting people forth that they can reach out and through the airways touch you because God will be right there and God backs up our prayers because God wants you and he wants to be a companion to you. He wants to know you personally. He doesn't want you to have to come through Sheila and Dr. Pat for your miracles. He wants you to grow up so you can help Sheila 
and Dr. Pat with the ministry. And when you grow up and you learn how to pray and you learn, hey, you know, things are happening up on these talk shows and God is moving. I need to support these talk shows because my church takes my tithe and all of this money that I make, but I never get a prayer answered. Come on, wake up. Understand that demonology is real. I want you to uh, be sure to get the newsletter. It's important. And when you order it, give uh, Sheila a little gift offering to help her with her equipment. She's got a good program. She works hard. You know, if Sheila was on television, she would have about 30 people waiting on her doing all of the things that she has to do to get the show up. She has to edit it. She has to put it together. She has to make sure the sound's working. All kinds of things that you don't know. So when she's not up on the air, that means that she's sitting there doing what 30 people do. It's not an easy thing to do. And I know that several times she said to me, Pat, she said, I just want to give up. I want to quit because a lot of people should be helping me and I can't understand why they're not. So I said, well, Sheila, sometimes you just have to ask. And she said, well, I can't do that because, you know, I I don't want to be like those people. I said, you're not like those people. Just ask. And she said, well, we'll see. So I I said, well, Lord, I'm going to ask for. So that's what I just did. (laughs) But anyway, the whole point is this. You've got women that love the Lord and the Lord is anointing them for you. And you've got to keep them alive because they want to do what they're doing for you. Now, you want me to get back on the the teaching? (laughs) Let me give you some symptoms of what it's like to uh, have marine spirits, okay? Number one, uh, they constantly are swimming in your dreams. Now, whenever you take authority over marine spirits, dry up their water. Just say, I command your water to dry up because they live in the water. Constant crossing rivers and boats in your dreams. Excessive pride, excessive fear of physical rivers, presence of a snake, constant disappearance of one's personal effects. If you are missing, like you have something, but then it disappears, a spirit can take that. What you have to do is you have to command them and bind the powers of the devil. How many people have that happened? That's happened to me right now, and Dr. Sabrina too. And so we just, in the name of Jesus, command everything that they have stolen from us or covered or misplaced to reappear. In the name of Jesus. And they can steal money from you too the same way. If you give them an excuse to take money from you, they take your money and they put it up underneath the sea in the bank. For instance, if you give your money to a ministry that is not a real ministry of God, a fake ministry or a false prophet, that opens the door for them to come and take that money that you gave to them and they take your money. You just can't do anything. You don't get any money. Nothing happens for you. That's what we're talking about. And they put it in the bank. Well, you can repent. You 
Ask God to show you if you have given finances to a ministry that is not real. And if he shows you, repent. And when you repent, you call your money back from the bank under the sea. You say, I command you that you bring me that money back sevenfold. And then all of a sudden, your finances turn around. And I guess if all of us were honest at one time or another, we probably have given money to some false prophet. So what I'm going to do with the rest of this, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to take authority over these spirits. I want you to stay close to Sheila and myself. And if you have a problem, write, because uh, you may need some more prayer, okay? And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over water spirits that are attacking us at nighttime. We bind up the powers and the principalities in the sea. Satan, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to bind the strong man, and we bind you in Jesus' name, and all of the demons that you control under the sea, on the land, under the ground, in the heavenlies, and we command that you will take your hands off of God's people. Now, I want you to say a prayer with me before we do this. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sin. I forgive every person that has ever sinned against me, and I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart. Be my personal Savior. I ask you, Lord, that Jesus Christ is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. I ask you, Jesus, to baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Give me the gift of tongues. Thank you. Now, Lord, I've sinned. Now, if you've ever sinned and you've had sexual affairs with other men or other women or even animals, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. I break the power of lust, sexual perversion, and I break the soul tie connecting me to those people. Now, Lord, I ask you to deliver me from all of the spirits that came into me from all of those sexual contacts, from their family line, 10 generations back, that you will deliver me. And I command all of those devils to come out of me in Jesus' name. I want you to take a deep breath and call from your belly and they'll all just come out and I command them to go into a cage all the way down into the belly. Take a couple of calls. Now, if you live next to a river or a lake or the ocean, I want you to anoint your house after the program, and I want you to claim your house as your territory in Christ Jesus. That's all you have to pray. Anoint the doors, anoint the windows, and say, this is my territory in Christ Jesus, and I forbid any spirits to cross the territorial lines, okay? This is after we get off the air. Now, Lord Jesus... Now, Lord Jesus, I command all of the dreams. I command all of the dreams that I've been having. That I've been having from the other side, from the demonic forces. From the demonic forces, I command them to be bound. I command them to be bound. They have no part over my life. They have no part over my life. And Lord Jesus, and Lord Jesus, I read in the Word. I read in the Word that you gave dreams. That you gave dreams to 
your prophets, to your prophets, and your ministers, and your ministers, and even people that weren't prophets and ministers, and even people that were not prophets and ministers. Now I am a child of the King. Now I am a child of the King. I'm clearing out my mind and my life. I'm clearing out my mind and my life. And you're going to fill me with the Holy Spirit. And you're going to fill me with the Holy Spirit. So I'm taking authority over my dreams. So I'm taking authority over my dreams. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The devil has no access to my mind. The devil has no access to my mind. My mind belongs to you. My mind belongs to you. And me. And me. And I'm taking control. And I'm taking control. Over my nightlife. Over my nightlife. Satan. Satan. I forbid you. I forbid you. To invade my dreams. To invade my dreams. Ever again. Ever again. I command all of the spiritual husbands. I command all of the spiritual husbands. And spiritual wives. And spiritual wives. To get out of me. To get out of me. Right now. Right Take now. Take a deep cough and cough them out. I command all of the demons, the water spirits that come to me in my dreams and feed me at night potions. And I disconnect myself. And I disconnect myself. And I forbid you. And I forbid you. To ever return. To ever return. Get out immediately. Get out immediately. Instantly. Instantly. Go away. Go away. And go to the feet of Jesus. And go to the feet of Jesus. And be judged before your time. And be judged before your time. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I cover every dream. I cover every dream. That was ever given to me. That was ever given to me. That you did not release to me. That you did not release to me. With your blood. With your blood. And I command it to stay on these dreams. And I command it to stay on these dreams. Throughout eternity. Throughout eternity. And I command these dreams to go into the cage. And I command these dreams to go into the cage. With all of their devils. With all of their devils. I disconnect myself from every witch and wizard. I disconnect myself from every witch and wizard. I cut their cords. I cut their cords. Off of my neck. Off of my neck. Off of my body. Off of my body. Off of my sexual organs. Off of my sexual organs. And I command them to go into the cage. And I command them to go into the cage. And they cannot touch me ever again. And they cannot touch me ever again. I command them to go to the feet of Jesus. I command them to go to the feet of Jesus. To be judged before their time. To be judged before their time. Now, Father, the constant crossing of rivers with a boat in a dream, excessive pride, excessive fear of physical rivers, fear of drowning. I command all of these devils to leave me right now and get into the cage. All of them. Just call them out. In Jesus' name. Call them out. All of them. Out. I command every devil that snakes appear in my dreams, playing with snakes, uh, snakes out in my yard, snakes in my bedroom. I command spiders also to die, spiders in my house. And by the way, you know, these insects, they can be watchers 
And so start becoming very aware of insects like flies, cockroach, or like a spider, things like this. They can be demons in the form of those things. So when you see them, just take authority and say, I command those flies to leave. I command that spider to die, leave. Spiritual uh, watchers and spiritual listeners and reporters to leave and cover whatever you're doing with the blood of Jesus, and then they can't go back and report to whoever they were reporting to. We command every snake. Now, a snake is very important, and I'm going to bind the snakes in you, and they've got to leave. You've got something called a python snake, and the python snake will wrap itself around your chest to give you heart attacks. It wraps itself around your ministry to hinder your ministry from receiving the finances. It sucks the life out of your ministry. It will also do the same thing out of your home with your husband and your children. The Kundalini spirit, it's a cobra looking, it looks like a cobra. And what it does is it wraps its tail around your tailbone. And when somebody's trying to cast it out, it holds on, and it takes deliverance ministries a long time to get it out. But God showed us to cut the tail, and then it's got a head that's got a hood on it. It'll come up the back, and it will the hood will expand so that it stays lodged in your throat. So he told us to cut the hood and the tail off, and it'll come right out instantly. So that's what we're doing when we do that. Now, also, it's a religious spirit, and all of the religious information that you've received that's not of God will be stored down in there, and we command the kundalini spirit to leave, come up the spine, and as it goes up the spine, it has its chakras are wide open, and we close the chakras, we close the doors for those things. Now, if you've ever practiced yoga or any kind of Eastern mysticism, transcendental meditations, or anything like that, uh, just ask the Lord to forgive you. Say, Lord, I ask you to forgive me for any occult activity that I've ever had. I renounce its power, and I ask you to deliver me from these forces. Now, we command the snake spirits right now. We cut your heads off. The cobra snake, we cut your head, your tail, and we command you to go up the spine and out immediately and get into the cage. And we close all of the chakra doors. We forbid any spirits to ever return, reinforcing spirits we forbid you to return and replace. Nothing totally free in Jesus' name. Get out. Take some deep coughs and they'll come out in Jesus' name. Now, the Python spirit, we cut your head off, we cut your tail, and we slice you into a million pieces. And you have no power to clamp on any part of our body, our ministries, our homes, our finances. You 
get into the cage and go to the feet of Jesus. Now, you've got spirits of snakes that hang around inside your belly, and these are poisonous snakes. What they do is they they make you so you can't eat without getting sick and things like that, and they put poison in your body. So we take authority over all the snakes in your stomach. And we command those snakes to be sliced up in little pieces. And we command every one of them to come up and out right now, instantly. Now, you might get uh, be getting a little nauseous. If you are, just go ahead and cough them up and out. If you feel like you're going to throw up, throw up because then they'll come out all of them some of you you're going to continue to get deliverance off and on throughout the week you might hiccup or pass gas they'll come out through your eyes or your ears things like that uh, your nose what you do is you feel it you cough you say, Lord, I just replace that with your Holy Spirit. Place that empty place with your Holy Spirit. And you Holy just say Spirit. it. Now, all of those snake spirits get out in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we give you praise and glory. We thank you, Father, that they're empty enough that you can bring in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with fire. Now, I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I renounce. I renounce. Any teaching. Any teaching. That I have received. That I have received. From any church. From any church. Pastor. Pastor. Leader. Leader. Or person. Or person. That told me. That told me. That that tongues is of the devil. That told me that tongues is of the devil. That the baptism is of the devil. That the baptism is of the devil. That healing is of the devil. That healing is of the devil. You showed us in your word. You showed us in your word. That you gave us gifts. That you gave us gifts. And tongues is one of the gifts. And tongues is one of the gifts. Healing. Healing. And the baptism and the baptism is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And John told us and John told us that Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ is the one is the one that baptizes us that baptizes us with the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit with the evidence with the evidence of speaking with other tongues of speaking with other tongues Paul said Paul said I speak with tongues more than all of you I speak with tongues more than all of he you He also said I speak with the tongues of angels He also said I speak with the tongues of angels He describes in chapter 14 he describes in chapter 14 forbid not to speak in tongues forbid not to speak in tongues now i renounce now i renounce all of those false teachings all of those false teachings and i ask you and i ask you jesus jesus to baptize me to baptize me with the evidence with the evidence of speaking with my gift of tongues of speaking with my gift of tongues now i want you to take a deep breath and praise the Lord. Say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I want you to take a deep breath and then open up your mouth and speak with your gift of tongues. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I see people all over the place speaking in tongues right now. You never did it before. And you need to use that every day because the Holy Spirit gives you tongues to build yourself up every day. 
with strength and power from the Holy Spirit. Also, Holy Spirit, we're asking you to come in with fire. We ask you to burn out every devil that's left in our vessels. Burn them out. Come out. All of you are burning. Come out. Get into the cage. The Holy Spirit's burning you out. Burning you out with fire right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Now, I want you to say, praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, if you have an illness in your body anyway, if it's in your mind, you had an accident and hurt your brain or you hurt your stomach or wherever it is, I want you to put your hand right where you've been praying for God to help you. Now, God hears your prayers right now. The Holy Spirit's in you. He loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. And by his stripes, 39 of them, we're healed. So if you got arthritis in your hands, I want you, when I pray, to try to move it. Whatever you couldn't do before, do it. We've seen people walk. We've seen people get up and totally be able to see when they were blind. Wherever it hurts, whatever's wrong. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we command all of the infirmities coming over everybody's bodies, down from their family line, 10 generations back, even all the way to Adam and Eve. In Jesus' name, we command the powers of heart attacks, all of the powers of accidents, whatever it is, infections, organs, sugar diabetes, whatever's wrong, speak it and say, I command you to heal and leave my body in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to just do something that you couldn't do before. You have a bad back. I want you to move side to side. Just swing like you're dancing. Twist your body. Now, I want you to lean your body all the way back as far as you can. Now, push it down as far as you can. Now, I want you to come back up. Touch the floor. Now, come back up. I want you to I see somebody with a problem, and it's up between the shoulders. I want you to stretch your hands straight out. Now, just slowly bring them together. Is one longer than the other? Okay. Hands grow out in the name of Jesus. There they are. Did yours grow out? Okay. Now, I want you to just swing that upper body in the name of Jesus, and I want you to say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I want you to write Sister Sheila and tell her about the miracles that you got today on her program. And I want you to put a little offering in there. If you got a big offering, she likes big offerings too. Amen. I want you to give in to her ministry. She's had a very hard month. She went up to New York and did some ministry up there. There were some family tragedies that occurred that she had to get right back out on the road, and she needs our help. So I want you to do what God tells you to do and write her, because the Bible says they overcame by the word of their testimony and the blood of the Lamb. So when you testify, it sets that healing and it sets that problem into permanent shape, and you'll overcome by the word of your testimony. Now, you know, I've known Sheila uh, probably about, I would say, at least eight years. 
I used to see her working up there, and I used to wonder, what kind of a woman is this, Lord? Because she was doing things that I didn't see other women doing. And uh, he never said anything to me about her because he knew one day that we would meet. But that's what she does. She does, she, she goes places that many people would fear to tread. She does things for the Lord boldly. You know, the first time that I was on her show, they took her show down. And so when we started to tape tonight, I said, well, you know, Sheila, they might take your show down. And she says, I'm not fearful about that. And so she's a very courageous, brave lady, and she just plows forth with all of her might for the kingdom of God. And there's not many like this in the world today. And when you see a woman that will go where no man will tread, support them. You remember when Jesus Christ hung on the cross, who was standing at the foot of the cross? There was one man His name was John and his mother and the women that followed him. What I'm saying is, is the women stood with Jesus to the bitter end. I'm telling you that God has promised women in the book of Joel and in the book of Acts that women would have a part in the dispersing of the gospel. And he said, your young women shall preach So we are preaching, and we're getting a harvest. I'm getting a very large harvest, and I think that uh, Sheila is getting a harvest too. People all over the world are turning into her radio shows. We're preaching on the highway to Rome, Sheila, and we are preaching to the world. There's more people that have heard you and me preach than heard all of the women preachers that have ever preached in the past in the world. So God is using us greatly, but we need you, and we need your prayers every day, and we need finances, because people just don't give the women the finances that the men get. Dr. Sabrina was out on the road with Sheila a couple of weeks ago, and they did not get their expensive paid. We've been through this for years. But you see, Sheila is a woman that is a mother, and she's a new grandmother. She has a family, and she's raising that boy by herself. And so when you pray about Sheila, pray for her strength, pray against the powers of darkness that's coming against her because it's tremendous, and pray for the finances to come in. Because I'm just telling you, I've been in the ministry 45 years, and there was so many times that I went out on the road and didn't even get my gas bill paid, let alone an offering for the ministry. So I'm not begging. I'm just telling you facts. If the Bible tells us that God wants to release women to take their post for the end time harvest, I say let's help them. Amen. Obey the word. Yes. Obey the word. And the word will continue to flow as long as we have the prayer power and as long as you do what God tells you to do. That's all I can say about that. You know, there's this place in the book where uh, there was a man 
man that uh, he needed a miracle from God. And the Jews came to Jesus and said, this man is worthy because he's built us a temple. In other words, that man gave of his finances, his intellect, his influence to build them a synagogue. And if that hadn't happened, they wouldn't have had a meeting place. They weren't able to do it on their own. It wasn't that they didn't desire to. They didn't have the capability. And in order for the ministry to go forth, the people that are being blessed by the ministry are supposed to contribute financially. And they're supposed to support with their prayers. Because that's what God expects. That's the way he set this kingdom up. It's not always just the ministers giving, the people give as well. Everyone gives because God gives. And that's the way God's kingdom works. Well, you know, Dr. Sabrina, when we first met Sheila, when we first met her, she gave us an offering. Amen. And so Sheila gives too, as well as of her own personal self, she gives of her finances too. So we don't want to sound like we're begging because we're not. We're just telling you that when there's a need, you be a part of it. And what will happen is God will bless you back. He will. I remember, uh, Sheila, I was in, I was ministering in North Carolina and this little lady came up and she was the poorest little lady. And uh, she had her hands clutched together and she says, I have something to give to you. And I, my heart just began to jump all around. I said, oh, glory, I'm going to get the widow's might. She reached out and she put a couple of coins in my hand. Mm. And I know how God blessed that for that woman in the Bible, you know. And so I know that your blessing is on its way and God doesn't want you to stop. He wants you to continue. He says, I've called you for such a time as this and for you to do what I tell you to do. And you will not be able to handle what I am sending you. He said, I know you by your name. I know you by your work. He says, I know you by your heart. And he says, stop worrying. That's my word for you today. Amen. Amen. Incredible teaching, Dr. Holiday. Thank you for that, Dr. Pat Holiday and Sabrina. What an incredibly powerful show. And if folks want a copy, as Pat referenced, she called it a newsletter. I call it more of an ebook. If you want a copy of Marine Spirits that she taught on today, please do email me with a subject line, Marine Spirits, and I'll send that out to you. And and she has graciously given me that ebook to send out for any amount of a donation. So, so if you'd like to send a donation, I will send you out that ebook on all the information plus much more that was covered on the program. If you want my email, simply go to Sheila.media. That's triple W dot Sheila.media. Go to the contact page and type in Marine Spirits, if you want the ebook for a donation of any amount, and I will get that out to you as soon as possible. Dr. Pat, Dr. Sabrina, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on the program today. Thank you. Thank you for having us up here. It's been a pleasure. Amen. And we are praying for you every day. Oh, thank you. God bless you, ladies. Folks, that was Dr. Pat Holiday. Her website is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. And you can go check out their blog talk. They do a blog talk radio broadcast every Wednesday 
and Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Check their show out. It's very good. And they also meet every Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern for their local Sunday service in Jacksonville, Florida at the Four Points by Sheraton, 8520 Bay Meadows Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32256. And again, a wonderful ministry. Please do check that out. And I want to thank everyone for tuning into the broadcast today. Don't forget, any of you live out in Lloydminster, Saskatchewan, come out and see me this weekend, September 28th through the 30th. For more information on the itinerary, you can go to www.hope4more. That's hope, the number four, more.ca. And I'll see you out there this weekend. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. Good night and God bless.